I am Johnny Massacre and welcome to the Johnny Massacre Show. This is the Monday Night Massacre. On tonight's show, recession fears, inflation and gas prices soar as cryptocurrency crashes. Who is with me? Give me a hell yeah! One of the Massacre mates on a recent live stream told me that if I do not swear within the first two minutes of a YouTube show, perhaps YouTube's algorithm will shine upon me more favorably. So I'm going to attempt not to swear within the next two minutes. However, it's going to be difficult because... Well, if you venture into the world of news, you will see the word recession here, there and everywhere. According to Yahoo Finance, the writing is on the wall and the majority of US economists agree that the US is in store for a recession next year. Year over year, US consumer price increases unexpectedly surged last month to 8.6%. That's right, pretty much everything you buy on average costs nearly 10% more. That means that the Federal Reserve's efforts to slow down the economy over the past few months through two different interest rate hikes have yet to bear a measurable effect on inflation. So obviously Biden needs to fix inflation because the midterms are coming up and if he doesn't, he might lose seats among the Democrats. However, everything he's trying is not working and that's very, very bad indeed. The article says, with more experts sounding the alarm over inflation and the Fed gearing up for even more aggressive action, economists are becoming increasingly convinced that the economy will come to a grinding halt and begin contracting soon. So you already felt it, right? The economy is not very good, but now you're seeing a lot of news about it. So it looks like we are going to enter a recession. Now, According to Soiters, I mean Reuters, they say Morgan Stanley, CEO, says 50-50 chance US economy enters recession. That's not very good, is it now? Now, it's not just the US, it is the UK. Have a look at this. According to UK News, fears mount over health of UK economy after sharp sell-off in markets amid inflation and soaring energy costs. That's right, inflation and soaring energy costs. These are the two things which are basically pushing us into a recession. According to UK News, the UK's economy contracted for the second straight month in April as surging inflation weakened consumer spending. Okay. So it says here also that programs designed to contain the spread of COVID-19 were wound down. Oh, I see. Now that you're losing money, now COVID suddenly doesn't matter. Because if it is as life-threatening as they say, then you wouldn't open the economy back up. So it seems as if they were pissing around uh, with COVID. And now that they're really worried about losing loads of money, suddenly they're scrabbling to try to get things back to normal. But in my opinion, it is too little, too late. According to the Wall Street Journal, UK economy shrinks for second month as outlook dims, rising prices for energy and food are draining household spending power. So when things cost more, you have to spend more money and you've got less money to buy shit and the economy shrinks. Now, it's not just US and the UK that look like they are entering a recession. Japan, where I live, is hot on their heels. Check this out. Um, According to Tyler Durden on The Federalist, he says, Japan on verge of systemic collapse with dramatic, unpredictable non-linearities in financial markets, Deutsche Bank warns. Oh, wicked. According to an article on Japan Times, with the yen, the Japanese yen, at a 24-year low, Tokyo stocks down the most since March and bond yields hitting their ceiling. The Bank of Japan is under duress, having to defend a policy the rest of the world is quickly moving on from. 
they talk about an abrupt slide of the currency. So things are not looking so good in Japan either. And apparently Japan um, is doing so badly. The last time it was doing this bad was in 1998. According to Business News, yen tumbles to lowest since 1998. So US, UK, Japan, all the markets are contracting and it looks like we're entering a recession. Now, as we've already talked about, we are entering this recession because of inflation. The cost of goods is going up. So according to MSN, inflation is the thorn in President Biden's side that won't go away. US inflation has reached a 40 year high. Inflation doing a lot of damage all over the world. So on Wall Street Journal, a recent Wall Street Journal poll found that 83% of Americans believe the economy is poor or not so good, and it's not hard to see why. Prices for everyday essentials have been rising across the country for most of 2022, and new inflation data from the Consumer Price Index shows inflation is at its highest point in 40 years. Mortgage rates are rising. The price of gas and food continues to climb and stocks are falling with no relief in sight. Yes, it costs more to buy a house now. Obviously, it's more of a risk to the lender. The price of gas, as you know, is, as you know, is skyrocketing and food prices are also drastically increasing. Now, of course, of course, um, gas prices is a big, big talking point now gas prices have been soaring ever since donald trump left office gas prices have more than doubled since donald trump left office in january 2020 so do you remember when trump warned that gas prices would spike under biden this is what trump said quote if biden got in you'd be paying seven eight nine dollars and people laughed at Trump. People said, Trump, you were talking shit. Now, have a look at Jericho Green, excellent conservative commentator over on YouTube. He just posted this video proving Trump predicted correctly $7.29 a gallon. Robbery without a gun. He just posted now. So, why is fuel so expensive? And you know, if fuel is expensive, petroleum is expensive. Petroleum is used to build everything. It's used to build this ring light that's illuminating my eyes. It's used to build this microphone. It's used to build everything. So if petroleum is expensive, everything gets more expensive. Why is it so much more expensive? Well, Biden has started a war on energy, which includes driving up private and public financing costs of oil drilling. Biden doesn't want any oil to be drilled because an important part of the leftist strategy to win over voters is moving to green energy. So he's making it more expensive to go with oil energy. He also halted drilling on public lands and he cancelled the Keystone XL pipestone, uh, pipeline. Now, the Keystone pipeline already exists in Canada. The Keystone XL pipeline was an upgrading of the system to allow more barrels of crude oil to be produced by America on a daily basis. And I've looked at the amount of oil we've lost, America has lost. I say we, I'm British, but I feel like I'm on the same team as you, my brothers and sisters in America. Um, the amount of oil that 
America has lost, that we have lost due to um, putting sanctions on Russia, would have been completely cancelled out by the amount of barrels of oil able to be produced by the Keystone Pipeline. So Biden has created a war on energy. And, well, for the politicians, in my opinion, that's all well and good. They can use your tax money. They use this as an excuse to dip into your tax money to give huge government contracts to move into green energy. And that means all the politicians get rich, they get lobbied by these companies, and they can trouser your tax money by laundering it through the green energy industrial complex all the while all the little people get fucked this is how corruption works a small group of people take advantage of the system they profit off it and everyone else gets fucked and of course biden has blamed the price hike of oil and inflation on the ukrainian war but but gas prices had already reached historic levels before russia invaded ukraine according to the energy information administration eia americans will pay 450 dollars more for gas in 2022 than they did last year on an inflation adjusted basis and don't let biden trick you into believing that inflation is only being caused and rising gas prices is only being caused by the war between Ukraine and Russia, which, in my opinion, US caused by pissing around on Russia's doorstep in the first place when they shouldn't have. Here's a graph showing you US inflation versus has Putin invaded yet. So you can see a, a ridiculous rise in inflation from 1.4 to 7.5 before, before Putin invaded Ukraine. And since he invaded Ukraine, Inflation has only gone up by 0.4. Um, before that, it had risen by about 6. So inflation was already spiraling out of control before the Russia-Ukraine war. And Biden is, as he is wont to do, blaming all his problems on other people, Putin included. So guess what? Guess what? More bad news. Crypto is crashing. Yay. So according to CNBC... Bitcoin drops as much as 17%, falling below $23,000 as $200 billion wiped off crypto market over the weekend. Bitcoin tumbled below $23,000 on Monday, hitting its lowest level since December 2020 as investors dump crypto amid a broader sell-off in risk assets. And yes, crypto is a fucking massive risk. You want to see a graph showing you the value of crypto? Look how insanely unstable it is right now so here crypto has plummeted to the same levels seen just before it skyrocketed back in december 2020 it is all over the place so it is highly risky right now let's read a little bit about what is happening binance halt withdrawals as bitcoin plummets cryptocurrency companies on monday blocked users from withdrawing funds as the value of bitcoin and other prominent digital assets plunge so the more that it's sold the lower the value gets and then cryptocurrency companies are not allowing any trading that kind of reminds me when the last financial crisis hit in 2008 and do you remember greece and all the banks were going bankrupt and they wouldn't allow people to get their money out same kind of thing is happening now in the world of crypto why would anyone be buying this right now if if you want to withdraw your crypto you can't because the companies holding it are trying to save their asses at your expense the article on on the hill says crypto lending company celsius network announced late on sunday night that it would freeze all withdrawals and transfers due to extreme market conditions the move sparked an enormous 
sell-off with the price of bitcoin falling 12 percent to its lowest level since december 2020 ethereum another popular digital coin plunged nearly 32 percent 32 percent ethereum which is supposed to be the second bestest crypto in the world lost a third of its value a third of its value the article says um we are taking this necessary action for the benefit of our entire community in order to stabilize liquidity and operations while we take steps to preserve and protect assets celsius wrote in a blog post lol is all i can say about that can i have my money back because my investment's tanking uh no i'm gonna hold on to it you can't have your money because uh i'm trying to help you so chaos in the crypto world red hot inflation and subsequent interest rate hikes from the federal reserve have driven investors away from risky assets like the dynamic crypto currencies. Signs of trouble in the crypto market emerged last month when so-called stable coins, which are supposed to be pegged to the price of the dollar and other traditional currencies, briefly lost value. So crypto looking like a mess. I mean, when the economy is doing really good, you can piss around and invest in these, these intangible assets like crypto, but then suddenly when inflation rises and gas prices rise and petroleum prices rise and the cost of everything rises and you don't have money to just piss around you're probably not going to be buying crypto or nfts or things that basically don't exist and that's what's happening right now so as you can see i'm bringing you just a curation of the headlines from tonight and there are extreme market conditions out there now why is this happening why is inflation happening why is the economy in so much trouble when in my in my opinion Having read a lot of these articles, it's due to printing money, printing up too much money without actually generating the money naturally uh, from producing things and selling things. Also, this inflation and uh, impending economic crash is due to shutting down the economy over coronavirus, something Bill Gates came out and talked about recently. And Bill Gates compared it to the flu. Interesting. We shut down the economy because of that. And... um, because we're printing out loads of money with the Federal Reserve and Japan's also printing out loads of money as well and various countries are printing out money and then we're shutting down businesses that means there's too much money in circulation and not enough goods and when that happens when there's too much money and not enough goods and not enough things being bought you get inflation and with inflation you get a stagnant economy people don't have money to spend because everything's too expensive and therefore even less is produced and even less things are bought and you get this vicious circle where not enough is being produced, not enough is being bought and you get a recession. So also giant government centralization with COVID rules, mandates, no tourism, flying rules. Businesses always have to look to the government about what to do and how long they can operate for. The government getting involved in your business, this big leftist government micromanaging everything, fucks up your business. It destroys it. And there's too much bureaucracy involved, too much paperwork, bloated bureaucracy that feeds itself and it's becoming corrupt. There's people who profit off this. Off this. There's people who profit off the lockdown, certain companies like Amazon and whatnot, uh, mask companies, vaccine companies. And amid all this, all these lockdowns and, and government centralization and bloated bureaucracy, you have all this corruption and you put all these things together and you have a very shitty economy also the keystone pipeline was cancelled that means gas prices are going to be higher in america america is not energy independent anymore and um, if you don't have oil you don't have petroleum 
petroleum is used to build everything and so therefore the cost of everything goes up but of course biden is blaming it on putin now this is ridiculous because if this is putin's fault then putin holds all the cards not america so that means america is not in control our destiny is in the hands of putin nice message biden the USA has the resources, the spirit, the entrepreneurialism, the drive, the history and the dreams to end this shit. If one country can end this shitty economy, it is America. All they have to do, in my opinion, is cut taxes, give the American people a break. Inflation's going up. I know you want to raise taxes for your green energy sham. Cut taxes. Unchain the people. Cut the red tape. Cut the bureaucracy. Open back up. No restrictions. No mandates. No censorship. None of that shit none of that shit if you do all those things the economy will kickstart and this is not really looking good for biden because biden will be judged on what he did as president but really name me one thing biden has done that's good just one just one tangible thing because i, I honestly cannot think of one I'm, I'm being serious i'm being honest i cannot think of one and all i've heard from biden is it someone else's fault? There's racism because of Donald Trump. There's a bad economy because of Donald Trump and Putin. It's always someone else's fault. That's all he's achieved is blame other people. And he didn't run on that. If he would have run on that, that, well, I'm going to raise your taxes and the economy is going to be bad, but it's someone else's fault and I don't have the power to fix the economy, he wouldn't have become president. Nobody runs on that bullshit. No one runs on that negativity. But once he gets into office, he's always blaming other people. And blaming other people and russia and whatnot for inflation is kind of like this meme so we've got a dog who's ripped up a pillow and there's feathers everywhere the feathers represents inflation the dog represents biden and central banks and lockdowns and money printing and all that shit and then the dog is saying putin did it when he is responsible for the whole damn thing i mean even if you think it's not biden's fault and you look around the rest of the world and it's all fucked up well that's not going to fix anything we have to work out a way to fix this and in my opinion it's quite simply cutting taxes removing government centralization removing government rules with covid getting tourism back opening up the airports no vaccine cards no proof of vaccine none of that shit destroy that tear it up and then we'll go back to where we were before that's all you have to do deregulate drop the taxes and empower the people because once you let the people take control and the government get away from you shit's gonna boom we're gonna get it right massacre mates how long will it take to fix this mess well i was thinking about this right it took two years to get into this fucking mess and we're only just really starting to see the crazy effects of it and i can't believe it's taken this long and i have a question for you massacre mates what is more difficult to do destroy something or build something right is it it, does it take more effort to build a giant sandcastle or kick it down? Obviously, it's easier to destroy something. So it took two years to destroy all this shit. So it's going to take at least two years to rebuild it, if not double, probably extra. So we're looking at this for quite a while, batting down the hatches. But I don't know, mate. We've got elections coming up um, and I think people are pissed off with the economy. So hopefully Republicans will get some seats back in the midterms. Republicans are more about business, not trying to destroy it. Um, they're not perfect, but they're typically more the side of business and, and whatnot. So um, I'm just hoping that can make things a little bit better. But really, I think we need a leader with balls in America. America set the tempo for the world economy. I think we need a, an ass-kicking Republican in there who's not going to make woke hires and shit like that. He's just going to hire people based on ability and merit, meritocracy. 
and someone who loves america loves the country and wants to see it succeed and isn't always talking shit on it and just hurting our confidence i think it might be time for a bit of dirty dissent in 2024 but then fuck knows mate we'll have to wait and see won't we i'm johnny massacre and if you're just joining us we are discussing the impending recession but if you've been watching from the beginning stop your grinning and drop your linen donate some cash and let's keep winning streamlabs.com forward slash johnny massacre the more you donate the more of me you are going to get we only need to make $500 in 17 days. We're slightly ahead of schedule. Please click the donate link in the description box below right now. Do it now. Keep this channel running. Fund the massacre. So I'm going to play some video games. Head on over to my Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Johnny Massacre TV. We're going to play some video games and have a bit of fun. And that be that, bruv. I have been Johnny Massacre. And I tell you what, mate, you better be back for the next episode. Otherwise, I'll be coming around your house. Please make sure to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell because, well, that is what all those other cunts tell you to do. Laters.